Oh, how the mighty Stoke City have fallen in recent years. They used to get excited playing the likes of Liverpool and creaming themselves if they could master up the draw. These days, they are excited to win their cup wrong version of their cup final against a team like Luton Town. Yes, indeed, folks. Teams like Luton. <laughs> Stoke all the money, money emoji, in the bank, and they spend it on fairies, wrong version of fairies, rolling about on the floor all day thinking they are Premier League players. I have news for you, Stoke. You will never be a big club like Man United or Liverpool. You will always be a bang average club punching above your weight. You see, I know my club are the small fish in this league, something we've always relished even when we had 10 consecutive successful years in the old first division, which they renamed the Premier League. We have always been the underdogs. Now, yesterday, I'm not going to say that Stoke were all the better team because they weren't. I would say apart from all of Stoke's time wasting against a team like Luton, I would say it was an even game. Luton Town unfortunately never got, came out of second gear yesterday, which happens, and we accept it here as we know we are never going to win every week. What is intriguing though, Stoke fans getting so excited watching watching that piss poor performance against a team like Luton. I actually feel sorry for you, Stoke fans. You have great owners who actually care about your club, they have billions to spend it, and you still have to watch that shower of shite week in, week out. Million pound players rolling about like fairies, wrong version of fairies against a team like Luton. I would be so embarrassed being a Stoke fan right now. Anyway, enjoy your little win. I'm sure Luton will finish higher than Stoke in the league again, just like last year. Laters. In fact, just a chat through the yours, your biggest fan, this is Stan. <laughs> Oh, hello, and welcome to the Wizards of Dribble podcast. What a sad little life, Stoke City. I hope you had fun. It's episode number 251. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, 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 yes. Is it fair to say that the reaction from Luton Town fans has been wholly reasonable oh. to the to the defeat? To mm. the mighty, mighty shithousery Potters. Oh, we are here to discuss a week where we got six points, which is madness, isn't it? <laughs> I'm joined, of course, as always, uh, by Tony Lloyd. How are you? Hello, hello. Um, I'm good. End, end the pod there. I think we've peaked. <laughs> I mean, that was a full review, Dave. How, how, <laughs> how do you feel after, I mean, after all of that? You really oh, got into the just, role. Oh, I am, I am, I am, I am full <laughs> up on it, and yet I'm still hungry for more. Oh, the, man. the the amount of salt mm. could open a horrifically overpriced restaurant in London. <laughs> oh my <laughs> days! Oh, right. Some three word reviews from uh, yesterday's game where we really upset Luton Town <laughs> fans. Amazingly, we've got. <laughs> Moans from Jones. God wasn't willing. <laughs> Nathan's fraud diamond uh, broke his curse. Broke his curse. Uh, no, he didn't uh, go, did he? He didn't uh, go. No. No. <laughs> I was so no. happy. I was so happy at full time. Not just because we won, but I was like, I was absolutely buzzing, thinking we'd done something on this podcast. No. Oh no. We broke the curse oh. by breaking trains or something. Uh, we've got yellows and brown enjoy the break beat the chest brown next walters quite a week and i would agree with that it has been quite a week 
I've not been here for a while. Thank you, both of you, for doing podcasts while I've been, like, you know, elsewhere. Um, uh, but what a week I've returned for, hey? Because uh, I'll be honest, I wasn't overly confident going into this week that it was going to be two wins out of two. But somehow we, um, yeah, yeah, going into international break with two wins under our belt at the moment. That's, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. The the Blackpool game was all right, but really, it's the salt in the wound of this Luton Town result that is that is the <laughs> funniest. I know, less thing. Like, what was um, what were your thoughts then? Both of you have watched the game. Both of you enjoyed the game. Um, I mean, Dave, what did you think? Did we were we eat as that man said in your, in the intro? Were we even, and was it just you know? Luton not getting out of second gear or what? What, what was what was your uh, thoughts? Well, to be honest, I don't really care that much. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, then that's fair. yeah. But, that's uh, fair. but I think I think you would probably make a case of, of it for being an even game. I think one good chance for either side. Um, we scored ours; they didn't, and wasn't the XG like pretty much dead on level yeah. as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, not a like vintage display in that regard <laughs> nor was Blackpool I think uh, certainly after the first half of Blackpool we were all like oh shit we, we've we've entered dark stoke territory again we're, <laughs> we're, we're back in that sort of state of being but two results that won't live long on any sort of uh, highlight reels or end of season DVDs but two results that we really fucking needed just to uh, break us out of the rot and because the championship is stupid, two results that mean we're fifth now, which is, yeah. which is bonkers and silly. And yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, d- I did see like some suggestion that, oh, you know, we finally build up some momentum and then the international break comes. I think it might actually be a bit of a good time for us. Certainly, um, you don't want... I think it's nice that there's an organic break to this because I think we've, we're perhaps even maybe too pumped up after these last two wins. <laughs> like when you've got <laughs> Joe Bursick th- like threatening to fight the town of Blackpool, um, <laughs> Josh Tymon just, just <laughs> threatening to murder a former manager. Sometimes there's such a thing as being too pumped up and we've got like 50, <laughs> re- 50 yellow cards in the last ga- two games as well. So yeah, nice to have a little bit of a breather from it now. Again, like two fairly mundane results but against teams who teams like Luton teams who can <laughs> can upset upset yeah and who have been doing okay this season so fine it's fine you, breathe out you breathe know out. you know full well if we if the the result had been the the flip reverse yesterday Nathan Jones would have been stood there beating his beating his gelée his little puffer jacket like bigging it up and and it is just nice to I don't know what our record is against former managers but seems as for I only really can think of the times playing Tony Pulis and that's a a hoodoo we have yet to really get over it's kind of nice to be able to like be able to knock one over (laughs) like you you don't have anything over us Nathan Jones it is kind of is kind of nice, yeah. Consider, um, considering all of other former managers always yes. beat us, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's quite a nice, <laughs> nice respite. But you're right; it is a crazy, crazy division that puts us in fifth at the moment, which is still ludicrous to me because I, I, 
don't believe that. I mean, all our predictions were like maybe ninth place rather than fifth. Sorry. Uh, yeah. In the playoff places wasn't really something I was thinking would be in contention for this season. It still may not, but I think as a team, we are able to dig out these interesting results. And one such player who is becoming ever so reliable is Scotland's own <laughs> Jacob Brown. Hey, Tony, um, as the resident Scotland supporter, you must be delighted that he's in form and doing well for both club and hopefully going to do well for country, right? Jockey Brune. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's magnificent. Um, six, it's been a week. We've got six points from two games and you mathematically can't get more than that. Um, <laughs> and then going in an international break, which always catches us when we're on a good run. But as Dave said, I think it's not a bad thing. I think give everyone a break. Um, mm. I can't remember being this excited about an international break because mm. Super Jacob McBrown... Um, <laughs> is going to be the best forward player Scotland have ever seen. Um, I look forward to him playing five or six minutes as a sub in one of the games. Um, no, I'm, no doubt. I'm, no doubt. I am excited. It's only a matter of time before uh, Scotland <laughs> national Josh Tymon joins him, surely. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's improved so much this season. I'm so glad that, because, I mean, last season he had a few naysayers who you've, felt that he shouldn't have been in and around the team and he's just he's come on leaps and bounds and it just shows that keeping faith in a young player is what this team is kind of about and I I I really like him I really like him as a player I really like this team I think I've said that a lot even when we've been losing a little bit it's still a nice a nice team Um, but I mean this week Tony we we owe our wins to Scotland, really, don't we? Fletcher against Blackpool, Brown yeah. against against Luton. It's it's what it's would we like, do without without Scotland? It's like the good old days when Chris Walumo was still playing and and securing us six points in two games, probably once in his <laughs> career, maybe. Mate, um, Chris famously Scottish and famous for missing two critical goals from an inch. Away. He's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the best thing about that was everyone's surprise because it's like, yeah, I've seen him do that twice in one game. Bless him. <laughs> uh, oh, Scotland no. and Stoke. Ugh. But yeah, no, everything's great. We're going to win the World Cup, not the cricket one, but <laughs> the football one because he's going to be great and he's going to keep getting better as well because, like you say, we. We all saw it. Lots of people didn't. Um, but no, like there were clear clear signs of of lots of good attributes last season, and a little bit of polish needed and applied. And he's obviously bulked up a little bit as well, which seems to be something that happens for second year Stoke graduates now. <laughs> yeah. um, they just have they just have a summer in the gym, and then come back to it and just just that bit better than they were and that's that's really weird isn't it because normally Stoke sign players and they become shit (laughs) well I mean another player who has 
had a, 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 some some criticisms from some places, but not not from me. Uh, Remain Sawyer's. He got the assist, didn't he, at the weekend? And Dave, I, again, another player I really like. What are you? How are, how are you feeling about him? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've I've liked him for some time, and I haven't <laughs> quite got the level of I know antipathy of some Stoke fans. I just think he's a he's a good player, but I don't I don't know why the expectation seems to be like you're either <laughs> fucking. Pogba or you're not any good or like <laughs> so I don't I don't know what they kind of expected like we we have him on loan from another championship club like it's not like we'd <laughs> sign this you know wonderkin from the Ajax Academy or something like that he, he's clearly going to be inconsistent and occasionally frustrating if another championship team is willing to let him on loan to us what he is doing is especially considering we dropping Mario Vrancic for some fucking reason, is, is going to be the most sort of forward thinking of our midfield three. And by God, we, we need that uh, against teams like Luton um, <laughs> and, and Blackpool when sometimes you just need the odd run or the odd pass to, to win a game for you. So yeah, he's, he's, he's doing well. I've not understood the level of... Uh, yeah, just he's just not seemed to be everyone's favourite. I, mm-hmm. I think it's because he just doesn't do the running of jo, um, Joe Allen, and but that's not what he's there for. No. He may as well have a go at fucking Michael O'Neill for not doing the running of Joe yeah. Allen. The, the, in- the running of Joe Allen, as in like running past the opposition player who's got the ball, or hey, no, 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 the- we've won two games, Tony. This isn't a criticised Joe Allen week. Uh, but but, but I Tom's mean, not here. Somebody's got to do a bit. <laughs> but- I mean, on that though, the fact that um, Super Sexy Mario hasn't been in the starting lineup and then came on in midweek against Blackpool and got the assist and that it's it's interesting. I mean, what are your like thoughts on that? Is it do you think he's not able to play ninety minutes at the moment, or or what? Because certainly, despite the results, there has been like questions over team selection, um, and and I can understand where people are coming from, right? Yeah. Um... I would say if he's not capable of lasting the 90 minutes, then play him from the start and take him off. Because uh, that way you get more Mario for your book. Um, and I could do, I could understand it if he'd maybe, you know, not played as much midweek, but then started against Luton. I just think he's our best midfielder. I yeah. just It just seems to elude me. I know he's one of the older members of the squad, but, the Blackpool game just showed he's on the pitch for 10 seconds and he's put in that moment of quality to win us the game. Uh, international break now, so maybe that's a chance for him to rest up, although I don't know if he's in the Bosnia squad or not. Uh, so that could be interesting. But um, yeah, just just pick your best players. It seems to be that simple for me. If you're trying to manage his fitness, why did he like start every game until Nick Powell was also injured? Mm. <laughs> and then suddenly start not playing as much. Unless he, and if he's carrying something, that's different. But nothing's really been said, has it? It's, it's a bit odd. But Sawyer's is good. He, yeah, no, he, he really, really is. Yeah. Um, it is a shame to not have like Nick Powell around at the moment because I do think that creative spark is it, not that not that we're missing missing. I don't know some sparkling creativity, but those are the him, Powell, and and, and Mario. They are the they are the 
players who do make those creative differences. Um, and of course, we can't forget that um, Nathan Jones signed Nick Powell for this club, <laughs> didn't he? Um, Tony, a question yeah. from Dom. He says, what is Tony's feelings about Nathan Jones um, after the latest Josh Tymon incident? For those who perhaps didn't even see it, there seemed to be a weird altercation between the two at full time yesterday. I have no idea what was been said. It was naughty very boys. odd. Some naughty it, boys being naughty. <laughs> it, well, it did, it, did seem, like, it did seem like our players were being a little bit naughty. Um, and as, as someone on Twitter did say that oh, apparently was it Josh Tymon or whatever went to shake Nathan Jones' hand, but then like super psyched him and went and shook someone else's hand, which is, you know, proper schoolyard dickheadry. But um, I mean, what's what, <laughs> Tony, what, what was your thoughts on seeing this? Um, first of all, I, I zoomed and enhanced that video. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see the shaky hands bit, but the bit I could see, you know, where he's pointing. He, he was yeah. saying, I was wrong to send you to Portugal and you've oh, done okay. really well. Um, mm. and and of then course. like Josh Tymon was trying to hug him, but then Harry Su- uh, sort of comes around and locks his arm so he can't hug him. <laughs> so it's a bit of a shame, really. But yeah, I mean, I'm conflicted because obviously I I love Nathan. Uh, I didn't like that he excommunicated <laughs> my beloved Humberside son and sent him to Portugal <laughs> instead of playing him at left wing back. It was a game. papal bull. <laughs> yeah, and then if he played him at left wing, Matt, we would have won every game and he'd yeah, still be yeah, our manager. Course. So, uh, um, yeah, it's in in some ways it's a bit of a shame because oh, just be nice to people, stop being dicks. Yes, nah, in other ways, it's nah, really, nah, nah. See, in other ways, right. it's really funny. Yes, embrace it. This is, Let the this hate is the thing, right? I, I don't have any real ill intent to Nathan Jones, okay? But as soon as we play him, I really want to beat him. And I really want I really want Luton fans to be upset about it. And I really just, yeah, I, I, I kind of like him being, oh, I'm, I feel sick. I'm totally sick. Um, and I like <laughs> our players being a bit a, a bit knobs to him. It's just... It is quite quite funny. Someone did say on Twitter that it's funny that we have a whole collection of players who just really dislike the man. And I don't know what that says. We we are one game away from Tyrese Campbell um lying down behind him and then Josh Time and pushing him over. <laughs> and we're getting we're getting to that sort of schoolboy bully phase of it. Um I, yeah, I'm I'm just yeah, there's something about it. I don't know. I don't know if I feel like sort of um, you know, you know, you know the kids who like hang around with the bully and sort of laugh at yeah, him, yeah, 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 but yeah. like don't actually do brave enough to do anything with themselves. But I'm just, I'm really enjoying it as a spectator <laughs> sport, just wedging him and just like, oh man, oh, oh, come on, good boy, what are you gonna do now? Be a really ineffective manager. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, oh, he's obviously a lot happier now, and he's doing pretty well with Luton, and. He seems basically content yeah, he hasn't driven as a himself human. Insane. Yeah. yeah, and the only black so it's spot fine. in his life is when he plays Stoke, and he goes completely fucking mental. And <laughs> the worst, gets out the worst to moment, the worst moments of his life was when the, the Stoke fans were behind him and actually supporting him. <laughs> it was just too much to handle. So we we gave him all this unconditional love and support, and he just he drove him insane. He just, I think he needs the hate. I think he needs a a, a heal. In his life, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we need yeah. to be that. We need to be. The... <laughs> it's for his own good. 
<laughs> yeah, but I wrote him a song. Yeah, yeah. And, and you did, you did. And I wonder if he ever, I wonder if he ever heard it, you know? But, oh man. Maybe it's, that's it's... why he's angry. Maybe, maybe. That's not how you pronounce Andy Kwai. <laughs> the disrespect. Oh, it's, listen. It, it is it is what it is. It's water under the bridge. It's it's all done with now. Uh, and we now move on to an international break. And after international break, we have um, fixtures, don't we? At home to Peterborough and away to Bristol. I'm reliably informed on Twitter by Andrew Brady. Fun fact, we've never lost a competitive game versus Peterborough. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yep. Are we at home? Yep. Uh, we are on that one. Do they wear an orange away strip? Because that might help. What? No. <laughs> Explain. Just because we keep beating teams wearing orange or tangerine. Oh, okay. They call it orange uh... to upset the one Blackpool supporter who might listen once. I am searching <laughs> Peterborough Awake It, and it seems to be um, a be bright a pink team. number. Oh, oh no, sorry. Okay. It's a black and pink. Black and pink. Uh, it's quite nice, but okay, we're going to lose then, right? Well, listen, okay. Tony, your, predi- your predictions can come soon when we play the Nathan Jones game. Um, but I mean, what are I just? I know you, you've said that the international break coming now is good because it gives us a chance to rest and recover. But I kind of feel like international breaks are momentum killers a little bit for us. Um, I said it the same after the last one, and I don't know. I just feel like. We're not playing the, the best football we've ever played. As that Luton fan pointed out, you know, what a sad little life we lead. Um, but I just, I don't know. Home against Peterborough, though, surely, surely that's a win. Surely, right? Uh, two th- I, two I points. don't know, but don't call me Shirley. <laughs> hey! We, we've stopped playing nice football for a couple of games, but we got six points off it, having played some quite nice football and then collapsed completely. So I'm quite content with us playing shit football if we have to. Peterborough 21st. Uh, that feels yeah. very, very like a team that will beat us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have we got somebody really good after that who will credibly Bri- get a draw against? We've got, we're away to Bristol City after that. And then we finish. Oh, they're shit as well. Yeah, but we, yeah. we never beat them apart from at Wembley. <laughs> yeah, I can't, yeah. It's, I mean, looking at what's Peterborough's most recent results, bear with me. They just lost to Fulham, didn't they? They just lost 1-0 to Fulham. They drew against Huddersfield. And then before that, they lost 2-3 to to Bristol, lost to Borough, beat Hull. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty shit. But they're the type of team that Stoke like to, to give points to, aren't they, really? They're the type, oh, of, type of team you want to stay up as well. You want the likes of Peterborough in the second tier. That's nice. You don't want, is it? for example, Derby to stay That's in the not... in uh... the championship. Peterborough, uh, Blackpool, the re- real shit teams. They're the ones you want to see every season for me. Um, yeah, so good I luck to that. them. Like no sleeping giants. So you, you'll say you want like the tr- traditionally small clubs like and in our league. At the top. Yeah. Yeah, so teams like um, Brentford, like Bournemouth, <laughs> teams that never go up. Yeah, <laughs> not Norwich, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. 
I get you. It's Lizzie. weird. Look, it's weird looking at the Lizzie same Graham. minute because I'm having to scroll up to see us. <laughs> Don't say yeah. Lucy, we've done that. Uh, yeah, there's there's some really. I mean, looking yeah, looking at Peterborough's form, yeah, they're not the best. So the chicken one. Yeah, exactly. Oh Jesus! I'm glad we're not playing Fulham. Looking at their their form, they're doing very very well. I tell you, it's, it's lucky we're not playing the invincible Purdue University. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a sports team, isn't it? Mm. I mean, they beat the shit out of us because we're playing a different sport as well. So that's, we'd be not true. well suited, probably. But uh, go Boilermakers. <laughs> Oh, I I don't even know what it means. I don't even know. Do, do, do they make the boilers? Yeah, I assume for trains rather than like combi boilers. Do right. Americans have combi boilers? I, uh, what? How, I Americans, feel like how do you heat your homes. No, well, they don't like have radiators. They have air, do they? don't they? they have, yeah, yeah, they have air because all just... like energy and fuel is is one pence there. So they can yeah, just have yeah. like blowers and fan heaters. That are they find it really, they find it really weird that we have just a hunk of metal on a wall that heats up. <laughs> Which, to be fair, I completely get. Oh man, um, do we want to play the Nathan James game? Uh, yeah, I just want to say up the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame. Right, Nathan James. <laughs> I feel sick. Plus six six. <laughs> And that's the theme music. Yes, he feels so well. He feels so well. He feels so well. And he's going to be sick. He's going to be sick. He's going to throw up. Well, Stoke's got a goal. The Nathan Jones game. There is drama. Real drama. You will, dear listener, remember that throughout this entire season, Tony has been consistent in his predictions and has been rewarded by having the most points. That's changed this week. That's changed this week, hasn't it, Tony? You are um, no longer the person with the most points. And yeah, again, you it's, look, you, it's a on. marathon, isn't it? Not a sprint. Oh well, no, exactly, exactly. And I'm sure, I'm sure you will reclaim your top part, top point, even though that's not the point of the game. <clears throat> As it currently sits, <clears throat> on forty-seven points, both Dave and Tom. In joint last place. Tony sits there on 46 points. However, I am there on a small gap with 41 points. Um, I mean, why was Tom predicting a 5-1? Was it a win against Luton? I don't, I didn't. Or was it was it a 5-0 loss? 5-1 loss. Okay. okay. <clears throat> I feel positively sick. So <laughs> So, I mean, with that in mind, then what are we what are we predicting now? Did we get Tom's? Did Tom even predict it? Oh shit, that's a good point. I'm not sure. I'm not sure Tom predicted. Okay, well, what does Tom want to? So, shall we go with? Uh, Wait, hang on, hang on. Wait, they, I, so, I we, so to, uh, shall we do to a random page in this book? And it's well, we're only be doing it. So we're only doing the Stoke and Peterborough one because. Yeah. We'll be doing the Bristols and and Stoke and Stoke Blackburn the week after. Right. So just Stoke City versus Peterborough. Um, okay. Whilst go on, go on, go on. Right. Go on. Say one. T- say say stop. S- stop. Okay. 
It's this page. <laughs> Tom has predicted Stoke okay. City four. Yep. Peterborough nine. <laughs> it's a risky prediction from Tom, but you know what? It could happen. It could happen. Dave, Tom predicts four nine. What's the book? It's Catcher in the Rye. Okay. <laughs> it's about uh, Joe Allen. <laughs> um, okay, Tom's gone four nine. You know, Lloyd. Really what are you saying? Uh, <laughs> it's at um, home, Tony. At home, home to Peterborough. Yeah. Nil one. <laughs> Dave, what would you like to go with? Uh, we're going to lose 4-1. <laughs> oh, no. I, I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win 2-0. That's what I think. And why not? I can't believe Tom's prediction, though. I mean, it's a risky strategy, but let's see if it pays off, eh? He's going to, you know, he's going to, like, edit his. And it, like, like when we got Zach to, get, to do his, he's like, he's, mm. he's going to be like, no, I don't accept this. I don't accept. I don't accept. Was that a Tom voice? What are you doing? I'm doing a Tom impression. I want to hear more of that. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. That sounded more like Keir Starmer. (laughs) I I welcome the prediction. I I, I invited to go further. It it clearly wasn't a Keir Starmer prediction, though, because you were expressing a point of view. Way. Oh, satire and politics. You get it all on the pod. Who, who needs an ineffective centrist when you've got Joe Allen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> is there any... I mean, is there anything else you guys wish to discuss? Um, what happened... It, was there anything else that happened in Blackpool that was worthy of note? There was the five yellow cards. I don't, oh, I don't, God, I don't... yes. We're very, we've turned back into a dirty yeah. team, as the Luton, as the Luton yeah. fan said. What a oh. sad little life. Yeah, that, so that's good. Um, I'm just going to search Stoke under news and just see yep. what happens. War of words of Stoke-on-Trent Hotel and Cricket Club clashing oh, fireworks row. All right, <laughs> right, lads, this needs to be a new feature. I'm installing okay, this new okay, feature okay. now, which is just Stoke Sentinel headlines of the week. Okay, I'm, It's okay, always I'm gold. It's always gold. Disgust as rats descend on feral town centre. That's Port Vale, match report there. Um, <laughs> the crazy criminal records of 11 men and women with 1,500 offences to their names. Again, Port Vale, match report. Um, <laughs> uh, death notices, Stoke beat oh. Luton 1 0. <laughs> Overnight roadworks to short North Staffordshire Road outside Aldi. So okay. watch out. <laughs> It's, I mean, yeah. there's, there's been the snippets of the Dean Holden duck interview. Uh, yes. That's definitely something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And I saw that Duck was talking to Mark Munyeza the other day. Yeah. Which is nice. Very nice. And of course, oh, we had the Boyan stuff. I don't know if you guys spoke about that. Forgive me. I can't remember. He he did an interview saying with was it with Joe? Oh yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We yeah. we you mentioned we, that, didn't we? We did we mentioned that. Yeah. Victory. That was nice. You can oh. now park for free at Stoke-on-Trent's most hated car park. <laughs> oh, Jack Barrett and Stoke-on-Trent South MP took up their fight. Is that oh, a victory? Is, is that, that a victory? Ben's dad? Ben, oh, ben Burton's... Is, oh I my think it God. is. 
Oh, no wonder he wants to disown ever being from Stoke then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's Chilean now. He's gone to Chile to avoid fucking being from Stoke. <laughs> I need to know if he is some relation. Is I can't be his dad. I think no. he's younger than him. Ha- yeah. Oh, okay. ha- and have you seen Ben Brereton? He is a handsome man. True. Yeah, they, they do not look that alike. <laughs> Maybe. Jesus. God, Ben Brereton's still only 22. Brereton. Brereton Brereton Diaz. Anyway, I have, I mean, my voice has held out this long, but it's kind of giving a little bit croaky now. So I I feel like I've said all my pieces. Do you guys have anything else you wish to to say? Um, I I did want to, yeah, sort of mention this because, like, you know, it's all well and good on Twitter, but. I think some people can misinterpret like how we tweet things sometimes. Oh, and no. like, and it's, it, no, this is genuine. Like, I don't want to like come across like all the other sort of Twitter accounts on football Twitter and stuff that's like all sort of reactionary and just like goading people for the sake of it. Cause I know like in the heat of the moment, you'll just tweet whatever. Maybe you've had a few drinks. Um, so I do want to say this to, I don't know, there are two or three genuine real Luton Town fans who have contacted me and, you know, said their piece or whatever. And I just want to say, shove it up your arse. Have it, have it, have it. One nil, up yours. Jacob Brown, come on. Brown, 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 brown sauce. Brown sauce, brown sauce is on the screen. Brown sauce, brown sauce is on the screen. Brown sauce. He's got, he's literally got some. That did not look like it was Houses of Parliament, brown sauce. Oh no, this is Asda. Perfect for bangers. And on that note, Tony, thank you for talking football. Thank you for having me. On the subject of football, there was a tweet I saw and the correct answer is um, a really good apple pie or crumble. Oh, yeah, Um, sorry. Served hot. I I didn't ask that. Served hot, but with cold custard because I'm weird. I agree. No, I agree. Yeah, no, that's... 100% 100% correct. Dave, favourite pudding? What is it? Brown sauce. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Dave. Brown. What's yours, Chris? What's Same. your favourite pudding? Apple, cr- okay. apple crumble. Apple crumble. Cold crusted. Yeah, I agree 100% with you, Tony. Right. Let's go away. And you can too. And we'll see Brown. you after the international break. Good luck, Jacob, with your Scottish friends. Isn't it funny that he's played for Scotland and Harry Suter plays for Australia? What a, what, what a weird world we live. And what a sad little life, Stoke. We'll see you next time. Go on, Stoke.